Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the official Yellowstone podcast. It's Jefferson White here. I am joined, as always, by my incomparable co-host, Jen Landon. Hey, hey. We are so, so glad to have you with us today. As we've been talking about uh, three shows now, 1883, 1923, and Yellowstone, you and I have done a lot of research, genealogy. We've been uh, learning right alongside the fans how these characters relate to each other, how this history really plays out. There's such a rich lore with this family. So stand by. We're going to be right back, and then we're going to dig into it. You know, we we uh, <laughs> we took an embarrassingly long time sort of putting together the basics of the family tree. And it's been so fun to kind of look forward, look back, especially when it comes to 1923, because we know Dutton's before that. We know Dutton's after that. So today we're going to kind of dig into how it all fits together and what has really kept this family going, what has really driven this family. So to that end... Jen and I thought that it might be fun to have somebody to chop this up with and, and maybe somebody who's got a, a better uh, eagle's eye perspective on all of this. Yeah, I mean, some of you may have caught us referring to our beloved producer, Mr. Scott. You know, they may also may not have caught us referring to Scott because he is in charge of this whole thing. He's in charge of what stays in the podcast and what gets cut out. So it's also entirely possible that he's remained a mystery. He's protected his identity, much like a a sort of Batman style figure. (laughs) Um, Scott, thank you so much for being here, man. You've been here from the beginning of this thing. You are... You are a part not only of the DNA of this podcast, but also of the whole Yellowstone universe. You've been helping us figure this out from the beginning. Anytime Jen and I you know, have questions about this stuff, you always are here to help us through it. Um, so thank you so much for, for being with us today and for being with us on this journey. Well, hey, guys, I appreciate it. Um, but, you know, just to, to clarify, um, I'm not the know-all authority on Yellowstone. Being part of the inner circle here, so to speak, we only know what the fans know. We don't necessarily know what's going on in that mind of Taylor Sheridan. A lot of it's still a mystery. So we unpack as we go. That's what's so exciting about this whole process. You know, as the show is airing, we are learning this mythology as it goes. Like from episode to episode, we are right alongside the audience kind of putting together this family tree. Okay, so right now we are lucky to live in the age of Yellowstone There's three shows that we are drawing from this mythology from. So we've got 1883, we've got 1923, and we've got Yellowstone. And we are piecing together this map of the Dutton family's journey from all three of those shows. Before we begin, I just want to give a little bit of a spoiler alert for our audience. Uh, For anyone who hasn't seen, uh, you know, all of any of these shows, and the one in particular I'm worried about is 1923, since it is currently airing, there might be some spoilers as we go through this family tree. So uh, just, you know, turn the volume down when we get there. Yeah, if you haven't seen these shows yet, I encourage you to go watch them because they're, uh, they are amazing. And uh, I can't wait to hear your thoughts on them. So if you haven't checked them out yet, go check them out and then come back and comment on this podcast with everything we got wrong. So beginning at the beginning, 1883, 
we are introduced to the very first Duttons chronologically that we've ever met, and that's James Dutton, Tim McGraw, and Margaret Dutton, Faith Hill. Jeff, yep. if I can just say, James Dutton, that is a bad man. Yeah. That is a, that that dude, and 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 I when I first saw this guy, it was really funny because you see him basically being attacked by these bandits. And Sam Elliott and LaMonica Garrett are sitting on a hill and they see him and they're just watching. They're talking about this farmer. They called him a farmer. But yet this guy gets off his horse and he is like the OG sniper. (laughs) He snipes these guys. And I'm thinking to myself, that's a bad dude. That's the DNA. That's like where this all comes from, this Dutton family. Wouldn't you say? Absolutely. Yeah. O- over time, we see the Duttons take on more responsibility and become perhaps more civilized. But James Dutton, Tim McGraw, he starts from a wild place. You know, we learn over the actions of 1883 that he he served in the Civil War. He has this background as a soldier, which so many of the Duttons do as they're haunted across generations by violence. And this is is it's prior to perhaps the the civilization or the sort of comfort that later generations of Duttons will come to know. So James and Margaret are tough as hell. Yeah, the women behind this really show through. And, you know, their their, their firstborn is this most incredible woman you can, could ever imagine. Right. Absolutely, yeah. Elsa herself, their daughter. Yeah, you know, it's interesting because everybody that talks about the Duttons talks about the right. men. The men, the Dutton family, but it's the women that are the strength behind the Duttons. I mean, I feel like, unfortunately, that's how the conversation goes across the board in all areas of life, that the focus does tend to be, you know, on the dude, and the woman usually gets uh, shortchanged, but there are many instances uh, where, you know, when there is a more traditional model where the man is more of the, you know, doer in the world, there is almost always a woman who's holding him together with super glue um, and some plaster. Yeah, as we're talking about, you know, these uh, ancestors, John Dutton's ancestors, we have to remember that we're also talking about Beth Dutton's ancestors. We're also talking about this long right. line of women who, by the time we meet the Duttons, have have come down to Beth, to this absolute force of nature, holding the Dutton ranch together with sheer force of will. You know, so everyone we're talking about today is also Beth's ancestors. I wonder if Taylor picked up on a piece of that in like that being a part of the conversation around 1883, because in 1923, one of the things that I love is that even though that show comes out, obviously it's the next season, it's set roughly 40 years later. It is the same generation as the James and Margaret Dutton that we had gotten to know in 1883. And the first image we get is not Jacob Dutton being a badass, but it's Kara Dutton, Helen Mirren, who's got that first moment that sort of sets the tone for for the piece. And, she, and in many ways, she feels like, she feels positioned more the way Beth, the way the Beth character does to me in terms of her own mission and drive. Absolutely, yeah. And, and there's this sort of recurring theme that as the men go out and take care of the cattle, 
often the ranch comes under assault and the people left to defend the ranch, the sort of toughest, last line, scrappiest sort of defenders of the ranch are the women who are staying at home and, and holding the whole thing together. You know, as Kevin Costner goes out to uh, be the uh, the governor of Montana, it's a good thing Beth's home. As Jacob Dutton goes out yeah. to do this cattle drive, it's a good thing Kara Dutton also, is home. Also, the casting, obviously, it's, like what, it's a no-brainer. You get an opportunity of Helen Mirren, you're going to take it. But her essence is so not that of the diminutive female that... Uh, she just brings that fierce independence to every single piece that she does. Absolutely, yeah. So so starting, you know, at the beginning, starting in 1883, we've got obviously James and Margaret, that's Tim and Faith, uh, for those of us, you know, for their close personal friends. Um, they've got their daughter, Elsa, and they've also got two kids. So the only character that manages to uh, survive from the action of 1883 to the action of 1923 is uh, is John Dutton Sr. God bless him. He hung on for those intervening 40 uh, difficult, hard, hard-fought years. Um, well, what, Je- what a- Jeff, just yeah. to clarify. So in 1883, we see them coming across the country. They're on their way to Oregon. They get to Montana. Elsa passes. They have this, you know, they have this deal where she dies is where she stays, where we all stay, where we set roots in our family. And this is something that Margaret and James decided because Margaret said on the truck, I don't want her to be a signpost on the, on the side of a trail where she dies, we stay. I don't know if you guys remember that, but it was very poignant. So they get to Montana and I can't talk about this without talking about the relationship between James Dutton. And Elsa, mm. I mean, talk about a father-daughter relationship. That was just heart-wrenching yeah. to me. It, it, the, the sensitivity this guy had. The the he's this bad dude, as I said earlier. But yet, with his daughter, he's just a little. You know, he he crumbles and he just does everything for her. And it, it's just a really amazing dynamic. But going forward, they actually have a second son, and it's during this time, right after the show 1883, mm. but before 1923, and that is Spencer Dutton. So James and Margaret have three children in total. Elsa, who passes, John Dutton, who we see in 1883, and then Spencer Dutton, who we get introduced to in 1923. Mm. Yeah, and who we see as a child in Yellowstone season four's flashbacks. So Yellowstone season four has these two flashbacks where we're first introduced to James and Margaret, and at that time, we're also introduced for the first time to not only John, but to the young boy, Spencer. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and I, I, you're totally right that that relationship, the relationship between James and Elsa is such a beautiful father-daughter relationship, and it's amazing to watch the evolution of that over the years, which leads up to the relationship between John Dutton, Kevin Costner, and Beth Dutton, another relationship between a man and his daughter, another sort of partnership between a, a man and his daughter that, that's really beautiful in the modern totally. day. Totally. And I know we hit on this before, but just because now we've sort of moved into that next generation, uh, the one that has John Dutton, Spencer Dutton, Elsa, but now in this 1923 world, um, I want to look at how Kara and Jacob came and... Um, We'll do that after we take a quick break. 
Okay, so we meet and spend time with James Dutton in 1883. We see in season four of Yellowstone in a flashback that he is shot, that James is shot in in the gut. And in the first episode of 1923, we hear Elsa talk about the passing of her father, which is, I just have to say, such amazing storytelling in terms of having the brain space to reveal pieces over three different shows. Um, So now that we're here, we can kind of get into the Kara Dutton and the Jacob Dutton and how they got to the Dutton ranch that we have come to know and love on Yellowstone. So we know that James Dutton has passed away, right? We, we know in the first episode of 1923 that Margaret writes a letter to James's brother, Jacob Dutton played by Harrison Ford, asking him to come and help out on the ranch. So He and his wife, Kara, they come to the Dutton, they arrive at the Dutton ranch only to find Margaret Dutton frozen to death and their two sons, John Dutton Sr., who we got to know in 1883, and Spencer Dutton, who we have not met yet, uh, nearly starved to death and take those boys in for their own. That's right. So by the time we get to the action of 1923, those boys have grown up. John Dutton Sr., is, uh, you know, he's 45 years old now. His, Spencer, his little brother, is over in Africa, sort of haunted by his own demons. It's interesting, as we talk about generations of this family, we're also talking about American history. Right. So James Dutton, Tim McGraw served in the Civil War. Spencer Dutton served in World War One, And then Casey Dutton in the action of Yellowstone, we, we learn over the action of Yellowstone that he served overseas too. So it really is also kind of mm-hmm. war ha- has haunted this this family over generations just as it's uh, haunted the whole world you know that these global conflicts continue to sort of pull young men from their homes and thrust them into the mouth of right. hell as it were well which which begs the question there is a time period between 1923 and present day are we going to get to see what happens in there who is the predecessor to John Dutton as we know him today? Who are his, what is his exact lineage? Yeah, Do we know a, that? Yeah, that's a complicated question, Scott. I think we're, we're, part, we're piecing that together slowly as more information is revealed in 1923. And I've seen some really great theories mm-hmm. on social media. I've seen fans working to piece that together. You know, we hear in the opening voiceover narration of 1923, you know, that, that only one of Elsa's father's children live long enough to see their children grow up, which is a in- remarkably evocative, but also, you know, mysterious <laughs> linguistic it trick. It feels like a riddle. Um, it feels like one of those riddles that you would sit around and think about. Um, well, I know... Jen has been cultivating this and mulling this over because we've talked about this a couple times. And I love when I'm gonna, I love when we all find out that I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so your theory, Jen, talk talk us through your theory. Okay, so and, and and again, let's like really check what Elsa says. My father had two sons, right? Only one of them will live to see theirs grown, meaning only one. Of those two sons, is that is that roughly correct? Will live to see their own son grow, right? 
Yeah, and I think the problem you have with that has been what has grown me. Right, this is where it starts to feel like, well, like for me, my thought is, okay, but we we know that we lose John Dutton Sr., right? Right. And you might have this moment where you're like, yay, this means Spencer Dutton lives, and which is very exciting because we all like Spencer Dutton because he's cool in every way possible. He's He's really really cool. We have to all admit... Let's just spend a second talking about perhaps the coolest Dutton we've met. With all due respect all to other, all the other Duttons, Spencer, Spencer, it, that's a good Dutton. Mostly, he's a he's a cool Dutton, and also because he's giving off. I don't know if any of you pick this up, like soft Harrison Form Indiana Jones vibes. You know, like immediately when you look at him, it feels like a nod at that, which I hope was intentional because I thought it was so smart. The, the clothes, clothes, you know, the costume design, Spencer's costume design really seems to pay homage to yeah. our boy Harrison Ford's obscure yes. film, Indiana well, Jones. Listen, we're digressing and I'm going to digress for one more second because when we when we meet the Alexandra character, I just have to say in terms of taking costumes that are homages to other characters in movies that we love, um, I mean, she also just like, the second I looked at her, I thought it's Meryl Streep. And out of Africa, you know, just down to, I mean, just her physicality and everything. But to go back, guys. So John Dutton Sr. dies. We think, yay, we get to keep Spencer Dutton. He's going to be with us for a while. And then you go, wait a minute. She said only one of them lives to see theirs grown. We know that John Dutton Sr. has a son, Jack Dutton. And Jack Dutton is getting married. You just, you know, you soft rolled us into a whole new generation of Duttons here. So John Dutton Sr., who passes away in episode mm-hmm. three of 1923, violently, as is often the way with our Duttons, uh, has a son, Jack Dutton. And that brings us, you know, that that's our youngest generation of Duttons in 1923. So the question that we're sort of caught up on here is in terms of Elsa's, you know, foreboding prophecy or prologue is that the grown Dutton child thus implying that Spencer also doesn't live to see his children grown well that's an interesting thought because we know later on Yellowstone we're using the name John which would imply it's coming from the John Dutton senior lineage or is it you know you take a look at Jack Dutton and it's funny because I don't feel Dutton from Jack Dutton where does the lineage go? Does Spencer have children with Alexandra? Is it Alexandra? We know now that he finally finds out what's going on back home. And I mean, I don't know about you guys, but what a scene. Like oh, it, it, Taylor yeah. pulls on heartstrings. Yeah. And also just you hit on a thing that um, is to say like, again, the lineage of the Duttons that we see in uh, Yellowstone can absolutely come from Jack or Spencer. Spencer's, according to Elsa's, as you said, Jeff, prologue or premonition or whatever it is, uh, absolutely can have kids. He could have 10 kids, but he will not see any of them grow up. Oh, is that what you're taking from this? He absolutely. May have because as you were saying that, because I wasn't thinking that a moment ago, but as you were talking, there's absolutely no version of that, the thing that Elsa said. He can have a ton of kids, but according to the prophecy, the only rule is he will not live to see those kids grow up. So 
the mystery remains which son and uh, Scott, to your point about Jack, though I, I mean, he's such a fun character. I, I do also, I do agree that I feel like the Spencer Dutton stoicism is sort of, Jeff, you're making a face. Am I on tricky territory here? <laughs> well, no, I mean, I just, I, I won't, I won't stand for Jack Dutton slander in this family. I am not slandering Jack Dutton. I think, I He's a young man. <laughs> the Jack Dutton character. Um, I'm not sure like how his recklessness is going to play out for his survival in the long run. Well, you know, it's interesting because in the world of Yellowstone, you you guys talked about many times, we don't know who's going to survive and who's not. You know, we're introduced to John Dutton Sr. And I'm looking at this and I'm looking at this character, amazing character. I'm thinking, okay, here's here we go. Here's what would typically happen. This man grows older. He He's the firstborn son. He's going to take over the ranch. Dude gets killed. Yeah. I mean... Who would expect that? It's just, it's, a, it's, a, it's again, it's an ongoing theme within Yellowstone. You don't know who's going to die and people die. Yeah, we got to learn the lesson. We got to learn the Lee Dutton lesson. Taylor showed us Lee Dutton, the sort of eldest son, the promised heir to the throne in episode one of Yellowstone. And then he ripped us, you know, he ripped him away. He stole Dave Annabelle from us in the same way that he's now stolen this James Badge Dale performance because James Badge Dale or, you know, GBD, if you're freaky, that's an incredible character actor. And to have that performance robbed from us, I'll never forgive Taylor for that. But also, you know, great decision, boss. Really good storytelling. Great TV. <laughs> All right. So we've moved. We're on this. We're kind of mixing uh, generations here. We're at the John Dutton, Spencer Dutton, uh, and John Dutton's son, Jack Dutton. And I just want to take a moment here because we started off the show with a theme of talking about the women behind them. Uh, I would like to take a moment to talk about or just maybe give a shout out to Emma Dutton, who's played by Marley Shelton, an actress I worked with years ago I am obsessed with. We have Alexandra, who Spencer meets in Africa, and that seems to be this sort of world-opening experience for him. And then we have Elizabeth Strafford, who Jack Dutton is marrying. So I'm excited to see how all of these women play out in in this world, in collaborating with them, these men and building lives. And uh, so we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we are going to dive into the generations of Duttons that we first came to know and love, which is the Duttons on Yellowstone. You know, a, a little bit earlier, Jen, I was giving Spencer Dutton his flowers, you know. I was I was giving big ups to Spencer Dutton because he's cool. We love him. We love, you know, he, he's, he's clearly an amazing sort of intrepid adventurer. Mm -hmm. But I, I would be remiss not to mention the OG, Casey Dutton. Oh, yeah. Casey Dutton, to me, seems like such a clear descendant of Spencer totally. Dutton. And this is, we're going into pure speculation, but I can't help but feel Spencer Dutton's DNA coursing through Casey Dutton's veins. I, I totally feel that as well. Um, and the same way that, like, that Spencer Dutton 
sort of remind me of Harrison Ford in, in Indiana Jones. And again, this movie has nothing to do with it, but uh, Casey always gives me Brad Pitt vibes from what's the, what do you know the movie I'm talking about? Legends of the Fall. Brad Pitt gives me Luke Grimes vibes. I, I would agree with that 100%. All right. So, so I'll agree. Casey Dutton, awesome guy. I mean, he's one of my favorite characters. He, this dude, again, goes back. I, I know you want to relate him more to Spencer, but he's a James. I mean, right. he's in his ghillie suit and he's a sniper too, by the way. Um, so, oh. But before that, you know, where do we get to John Dutton? If you guys remember in season yeah. two, there's a scene of John Dutton, our John Dutton, sitting with his father. Oh, yeah. John Dutton the second. And that's when he actually promises to never sell the ranch. He made him that promise, which is the ongoing theme that we see. But so we've got this generation. We know that somewhere between 1923 and current Yellowstone, we now are into the John Duttons. We don't know where it comes from, but we've got this stoic character, Kevin Costner, John Dutton, who is, how do I even explain him? I mean, he's the godfather Mm -hmm. of it all. But as we see, he's also struggling with the modernization of what's happening. As we saw in 1923, you know, we go from 1883, everything's horse-drawn. You see in 1923, we go into the city and there's mm-hmm. cars. So what's next and where are we at now? It's almost like we're in this new evolution of Yellowstone as well that's happening. Yeah, that's exactly right. So, so John Dutton Sr., we get to know his kids in episode one of Yellowstone. The very first episode of the show, we get to know all four of John and Evelyn's children, That's their oldest son, Lee Dutton. You got Jamie Dutton, middle child, Beth Dutton, and then the youngest, Casey Mm -hmm. Dutton. Now, we we tragically lose Lee Dutton in episode one of Yellowstone. This ranch has fed and sustained the Dutton family for generations, but it's also cost many of them their lives in a violent violent way. Um, So... Not only are we introduced to John Dutton's kids, but over the action of Yellowstone, we're introduced to his grandson, Tate Dutton. Now, tell me if I'm wrong. The Tate is the seventh generation, and I'll explain what I'm referring to, which the sort of um, premonition at the end of 1883 um when the Native American chief says, in seven generations, my people will rise up and take it back from you. Uh, and James says in seven generations, you can have it. Yeah. And it's a fascinating thing. You know, we've, we've been focusing on the Dutton family and talking about the Dutton family, but there's another family at the very heart That's right. of uh, this show. And that is Thomas mm-hmm. Rainwater's family, the Rainwaters that go back, not just seven generations, not just eight right. generations, but deep, deep, deep into the mm-hmm. history of this place, you know? Ultimately, we're going to probably get that reveal of how this yeah. all, what the through line is. You know, we've got other characters. We've also got Monica, who is, again, not a true Dutton. She wasn't born a Dutton, but in many ways, stronger. Yeah, you're, you're really right to point out that Tate isn't just the seventh generation of right. Dutton. He also comes from another long tradition, a family that's been here perhaps longer than the Duttons in, uh, in Monica's family, who, you know, no pun intended, her maiden mm-hmm. name is Long, and her grandfather's name is Felix Long. So th- there are many 
other characters whose uh, whose family ties to this region even predate the Duttons, you know? And I wonder if in 1923, some of the characters that we are getting to know in the Native American, you know, quote, unquote, unquote, boarding schools, aka, you know, eradication schools, if any of the characters we're meeting in that world are actually ancestors of the Native American characters and storyline that we are seeing playing out in Yellowstone, and that's TBD. This is one of the really amazing things I think about Taylor is there's, there's a history here, but I think we also, Taylor is representing American history, but I also think it's very important to always remember, as Taylor does and includes here, that there's more than one history. There's the his, there's an idea of the West as mm-hmm. written by uh, you know by, by the victors some might say or by the um, encroachers by the sort of invaders that the Duttons themselves represent to right. a certain extent and then there's an even older mm-hmm. history as written by the native communities that far predate the Duttons so Taylor is sort of showing these parallel mm-hmm. histories and how they sometimes collide and come into conflict, and then perhaps in Tate, how they sometimes also come into alignment. Well, you know, an interesting thought trailing on that, we go back to the seven generations, it goes back to the indigenous people, the the Native Americans. But in some way, you just brought a thought to the forefront of my mind, Tate is half Native American. Right. So is that, is it going back to them and how we bring it in? In some ways, that's always been my hunch. And because we've also set up this um, one, I mean, this historical uh, relationship between, uh, you know, European settlers and Native Americans and the wars that have broken up between them. And then that war sort of being mimicked, uh, even in that first episode of Yellowstone between Monica and Casey with the killing of the brothers, right? That felt very Shakespearean. You know, I just think of a, you know, the, is it Mercutio in Romeo and Juliet who says like a, a, a curse on both your houses or something. And then it feels like Tate is the sort of, in a way, the thing that would end that battle because everybody in some way gets to hold on to it. Um, I'm not speaking very eloquently about it because it's something I feel like I'm treading on slightly uh, dangerous ground, but uh, it, it does feel like, doesn't it feel like to you guys a sort of merging of the worlds? I think it's beautiful. I think that's a beautiful idea. If Tate can hold on to it, one of the enduring themes of Yellowstone is, hey, can this ranch last long enough for Tate to inherit it? Or are these encroaching forces from the outside going to rip it to pieces and melt it down in the uh, the furnace of the modern American you guys, economic you guys state? I just had like a random fantasy thought, right? We think that Tate is the obvious, like that's who's going to get it because he's like, you know, he's Dutton, he's long, it's a nice little thing. And, but the prophecy is that it go, you know, that the chief said in 1883 that it will go back to his people. And there's a world where I can imagine Tate going, I don't want it. Like this thing has been a thing that is so loaded. He is his father's son. His father wants a simple life. And he goes, I don't want it. And it shifts hands. We're missing something. What are we missing? We're missing Jamie had a child. 
I know John doesn't recognize him as a child anymore, but there's a sequence with Beth and Jamie, and he's talking about his son. He talks about his son. So don't know where that's going to go, but I just wanted to bring that out there. There's this whole other unknown factor here. That is an excellent point, Scott. The future of this ranch, we've been diving into the past, the history of this ranch, um, and we've been identifying certain unknowns. The future of this ranch is shot through with unknowns. And I, for one, cannot wait to find out what happens to this generation of Duttons that we've come to know and love uh, in the action of Yellowstone. So until next time, until we have some more answers, thank you guys so, so much for joining us. Make sure you subscribe to the official Yellowstone podcast at Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. See you soon. The official Yellowstone podcast is a production of 101 Studios and Paramount. This episode was produced by Scott Stone. Brandon Getchis is the head of audio for 101 Studios. Steve Razis is the executive vice president of the Paramount Global Podcast Group. Special thanks to Megan Marcus, Jeremy Westfall, Ainsley Rosito, Andrew Sarnow, Jason Reed, and Whitney Baxter from Paramount. And of course, David Glasser, David Huckin, and Michelle Newman from 101 Studios.